Hi everyone, welcome back to the room 5e3 Cuento with no other than me, your favorite gay Kenkoi neighbor from the South. So anyways, for today's podcast episode, it's basically a continuation of what I talked about last episode. So from the last episode, I nitpicked about power and gender, and I'm going to talk about that in this episode. We'll talk about power and gender and how Lenny, VP Lenny Robredo, is redefining the two concepts. But before I get into that, I want to ask you guys a question. It's not a heavy question. It's not something that will rack your brains trying to think an answer to it. But the question is, how can you continue to fight for women's rights? Now, I have an answer for that, and I will answer it at the end of this episode. But power and gender. Let's start. Let's begin. Power and gender. How is Lenny Robredo, how is VP Lenny Robredo, redefining those two concepts? And why is there a need to redefine it? Why is there that sudden act of redefining power and gender, the concept of power and gender? Well... The misconception there is that it's a misconception to think that women need, we need more women in positions of power. The notion that women can lead is not the same as women are the best people for the role in leadership. Okay, because there are women, there are women in positions of power who are very corrupt, who are very nasty, who are very greedy, who are very shitty in their leadership roles. And while I do believe, I do believe that the best job, the best man for a job is a woman. I also believe that not all women are the best people to be in positions of power because if you say that then you know gma left the fucking group chat cynthia villar left the group chat i mean marcus left the group chat like you know what i mean because while i do understand the thought and saying that women are the best people in positions of power the problem there because the problem with that misconception is the reality that there are too few women in positions of power. So a lot of the times, the people would think that the solution to that is just have more women in power. But even there, there again, there are women in power, like the ones that I've mentioned, who are not great leaders, you know? Because we know that it is a truth universally Universally acknowledged that the patriarchy has caused a derelict trauma to generations of women. And while we do celebrate every chance a woman is able to climb the top, we must understand that power and gender are two different things. And while it is also understandable why power and gender are widely misused, is because it's mixed in the sense of the concept of female empowerment. Let it be known that female empowerment is not about the female gender having power per se. Female empowerment, rather, is about being able to promote one's self-worth as a woman. 
It is about being able to raise awareness of female independence. Female empowerment, by essence, is the acknowledgement that women just as have the same right to demand or to improve their social and economical status in society. Female empowerment basically is the idea that, you know, it is about empowering females, the demand to be acknowledged. It is the demand for their rights to be acknowledged in a society that makes women vulnerable. And we definitely, we live in a society that makes women vulnerable. We live in that patriarchal society that pins women to be weak, to be too emotional, to be, to be, to be not strong, you know? We indeed live also in a society that is no stranger to sexism, misogyny, and gender bias. Because when we talk about like something like gender bias, for example, if there are two bosses, one's a male and one's a female, the male boss is praised and is understood and is forgiven when he throws a tantrum. But if it's a female boss who throws a tantrum or is uptight, or diba, why are males bosses but uptight sila? It's attractive. If a female boss is uptight, people will joke saying, oh, she just needs to have sex. Kailangan niya na ng jowa. Ano ba? Ba't ganon? Kainis. Ang unfair, right? And in regards to VP Lenny, for example, recently there have been gossips about her saying that she has a boyfriend, which obviously is not true. Comparing her to President Noy Noy Aquino, he was a bachelor. He was praised and admired for being a bachelor with multiple girlfriends or had a lot of girlfriends. Pero pag si VP, nakikita ko na, if she had a boyfriend, anong meron doon? What's wrong with that? And if she did have a boyfriend, I can already see the gossip, the whispers of people, or even the media saying, she's malande. Ano ba yan? Ba't pa yan nag-aasawa? Parang ganun. Ang tanda-tanda niya, ba't pa siya mag-aasawa? Parang, you know, the internalized misogyny, the gender bias that you're gonna hear from people, right? And, you know what? Here's another thing. I saw somebody post on Facebook weeks ago saying that Lenny Robredo tells the story of all the struggles of women. And that is true. But what's sad about that is that you hear it from fellow women bash Lenny Robredo. You hear fellow women degrade, disregard, look down upon Lenny Robredo. You'll hear fellow women call her lutang, bobo, or discriminate her for merely, what, being a woman because of that internalized misogyny. And from all the people, diba? from all the people, they should be the ones who should understand, them, bilang isang babae, should understand what it feels like being called bobo or lutang or merely being discriminated. Because I guarantee you, walang isang babae hindi binasos ng isang lalaki. 
every single woman that I know, I've been called lutang, bobo. I've been called uptight, bossy, a bitch. I've been, you know, binastos ako. I've been discriminated for merely being a woman. And I know everyone, every female that I know in my life has experienced the same thing. So it's really sad to see and hear females, fellow females, degrade or not support a fellow female. I mean, okay sana kung wala talagang ginawa si Lenny. Kung totoo yung mga binabash niya kay Lenny, right? Okay yon, pero hindi eh. And even if you were gonna call out somebody, call them out. Do not, do not shame them. Okay? Also, I want to disclaim, this is not me, um, this podcast episode is about power and gender, not me being a fanatic of Lenny Robredo. I am not a fanatic of Lenny Robredo, okay? I'm, I'm a supporter, and even though I don't really support a lot of the things that she, a lot of her platform, well, not a lot, a few of her platforms, specifically her not, you know, her, her take on abortion, and divorce and same-sex marriage. I do believe, naman. Okay, I do believe that Lenny Robredo is the most eligible candidate for the role of presidency. And even though there are some things that I do not agree with, one thing that is pushing me to still vote for her is the thought, is the belief that I know. She will listen to the public when we say allow for abortion, allow for divorce, or at least to the extent of same-sex marriage. Because I love God that she will listen to the people. Because that ha- that's how she is. That's how she's proven to be as a politician, as a person, as a female, or yeah, bilang isang tao sa in a, in a powerful political position. And like, you know, regardless of gender, Lenny Robredo, as a person herself, has proved to have really great leadership. We can definitely see it. She's, as a matter of fact, she's inspiring, right? Many have bore witness to it. And, eto, eto. One counter-argument that I heard about Lenny being, you know, dapat si Lenny being isang the best candidate one argument that I heard was them saying that, do we really hold Lenny Robredo to be the best? Or is the Philippine government just down bad awful that we, it's just probably bare min- minimum, but we praise her for it? The thought there is, yung alam mo yun, sa sobrang sanay mo sa isang toxic relationship, kinikilig ka na sa, is- sa mga bare minimum. But bare minimum ba talaga ginawa ni Lenny? She carries the country. Yung iba nga dyan, barely nothing. Pero tatakbo bilang isang presidente. Ano yun? Right? So, again, while I do believe that dapat si Lenny, there are still things naman na, you know, I oppose. But I know that, I, I know that when we call her out, when we criticize her, she will listen to us. She'll, she'll take accountability She'll, she will be able to serve the... I mean, 
duh, she's a public servant, so she will able to, she's supposed to serve us. She's supposed to listen to us. And, you know, actually, while hindi naman ako masyadong sumasang-ayon with her stand on sex marriage, I guess I can forgive, I mean, forgive, wow, kalim ko sino, no? But I guess I can, like, accept her take on same-sex union. Pero you know, ito na nga sinasabi ko a lot recently. One day, I feel, I'm hoping one day, we have a, a member of the LGBTQ community who becomes the president of the Philippines. You know, kasi kahit papeles lang naman, even if marriage is literally just bounded by a contract or by a piece of paper, it's still nice to know or legally say that, yeah, as a wife, this is my wife. As a husband, this is my husband. You know, that would be nice naman. Actually, you know what? It doesn't even have to be a gay precedent or a queer precedent. But even a cis gendered male or female just be an ally to same-sex marriage, you know? But anyways, going back, how is Lenny Robredo redefining power and gender? Well, in one sense, one major sense, is the representation. Lenny Robredo's run for presidency is a big win for validation. Because for female validation, for female representation, while, you know, there are none, there's a huge number of females in our government, but only a handful understand what true leadership is. And what's really inspiring to understand, to see, to take note, is since Lenny filed for candidacy, you start seeing many people, thousands of Filipinos, millions of Filipinos, talk about feminism, about women's rights. You even ha- post about hashtag abante babae or hashtag babaeka. And mostly, it's from men. Because from my male friends on Facebook, for example, a lot of them would be posting about Lenny, would be praising Lenny. Acknowledging Lenny not only as a great politician, but as a female. You know? Many, many are celebrating her, her, her superwomanness, because she not only carried the country, but she raised re- well respected children. Children, she raised her children to be great citizens, basically. You see people, you see a lot of males specifically post about stuff like this because if you think about it back in 2016 have you heard a lot of people do this have you heard a lot of people talk about feminism specifically from men the popularity of Lenny today has caused the representation for females to be validated acknowledged and respected Compared to 2016 or 2010 or the past years, we finally see, at least to a certain extent, we are finally seeing how men specifically, and a lot of women too, are finally acknowledging women's rights. A lot of men are finally validating women's strength. A lot of men 
are finally respecting women for merely being women. So Lenny, VP Lenny, running for presidency. And I pray to God, I hope to God, she wins the role of presidency. Because her, her representation truly, truly matters. And, you know, Lenny... I don't want to say she pioneered it, but Lenny has majorly contributed in today's society the acknowledgement of womanhood for the validation of femininity and the respect gained for being merely a woman. So that is how, you know, Lenny, VP Lenny Orbeto is changing the game or redefining the concept of power and gender. She, if anything, maybe what you can take from this podcast episode is that she is the exception, not the rule, you know? The rule being that power and gender should not be associated together. But anyways, so to conclude this podcast episode, how do you continue fighting for women's rights? My question earlier in the beginning of the podcast is, how do you continue fighting for women's rights? Well, in light of everything that I just mentioned, the basic idea there is that we can continue fighting for women's rights by continuously supporting women, acknowledging women we know are going to be the voice of the voiceless, continue supporting women who we know will get the job done because we know that that woman, and I quote, the best man for the job is a woman. And of course, nobody else said that besides VP Lenny. Anyways, and that's all for today's episode. That's my conclusion for power and gender and how Lenny Robredo is redefining it. So I hope you guys found that, found this podcast episode insightful. I hope you guys learned something. I hope y'all are motivated to continue, you know, living like it's women's rights every day, you know. But, all right, I'm just going to end this. Um, I'll see you guys. I'll catch you guys next episode. Bye, love.